This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Reddit likes this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You hear this lovely voice? Yeah, that's right. I'm back, and Dave's back too, and you're back, and you're listening. So welcome to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. Social media-wise, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. Um, we got us at collectively have to do a better job of doing a lot more stuff on the, on the Facebook page, so we want you to be involved in that Facebook page. So like us, facebook.com slash markingout. Uh, predominantly, we are big Twitter people. We're big tweeps, as they like to say, right? No, but anyway, uh, at Marking Out on Twitter, where we live tweet predominantly during Raw, and we just tweet in general. So go follow us at Marking Out. Any email inquiries, maybe you want to sponsor this show, give us a bunch of money so we don't have to do this for free anymore, email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. I am also sitting here. This is, gonna, this, is new, this is something new for me, so it's going to take a couple of times for me to say this to get used to. I'm also sitting here with the man that you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are how are you doing today? I am doing. Uh, I need a coffee, but I'm doing good. God, I'm doing good. We're Dave. We tell you all. It's in your writer. You're supposed I to have know. a cup of coffee. I know. I was going to, but then it was cutting short on time, and I was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. So you chose to brush your teeth instead of drinking the coffee. Hey, brushing your teeth is very important. I, th- I hope nobody neglect. Nobody listening to this show neglects their teeth. I don't deny that, but you could have had the cup of coffee and then later after the show brushed your teeth. Well, after the show, I'm going to try to do Cracker Barrel, but how are you doing, Brandon? Yes, and he is here, and he hosted a show all by himself. He's a big boy, and you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, thank you very much for holding down the reins of the Marking Out Camp last week. We all appreciated your hard work and dedication and research into last week's show, and how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always and as my, I don't know, my my bearded associate Damien Sandow would say, you're welcome. You could do it better. You're welcome than that. I choose not to. Okay. <laughs> uh, and anyway, we spoke about Brandon doing a great job on last week's show. And let's get into some fan comments really quickly about that show. Uh, Daniel says, I do believe that Cody Rhodes will not sign the contact. Then we'll lead into Damian Sandow versus Cody Rhodes, beard versus mustache. Loser shaves it off. Oh, yeah. Money in the bank contract on the line. I don't see that happening, but that's just me. I think this is more about the personal rivalry between these two wrestlers. I could see at some point a, a hair versus hair match between the two, though. I think that would be kind of uh, entertaining. A facial hair versus facial yeah. hair. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with the, the whole no, storyline. Like, yeah, it would be outside of the contract. It, there would be no need to have a contract in there. In there's, there's no need to have a beard versus mustache match. 
I think it could be entertaining at some point. It's just another gimmick match that uh, hook fans in. Yeah. Uh, B Monson B said, I thought this was the funniest episode I've heard from you guys. So Brandon's got some fans on that one. Uh, Justin DeRosa, that was awesome that Railroad Rudy sung Dust in the Wind. BTW, Railroad Rudy is undefeated in my WWE 13 universe. What if Justin Gabriel was in Shawn Michaels versus Hart when the screw job happened? Regardless, insert number follow me on twitter at awesome two five six that would be number one one yeah jinx yeah okay there we go uh mr uh markia pronounced a mark um do i have to say this like hulk hogan well you know so (laughs) i think brandon should do it brandon actually uh, did this all all over the phone because apparently he had to so go ahead brandon he probably doesn't have the website up yeah, yeah, I gotta pull it up. All right, now, well, well you know, <laughs> right, so, well, you know something, Montreal Broski. It's not about how long you've been listening. It's how big of a Markomatic you are, brother. You see, there's a new craze in town, and it's called Markomania, dude. And there's no bigger maniac than Mister Markomania, brother. We'll see you at WrestleMania, Jack. Nice. I, yeah, yeah, that was good. You got, you got some uh, altercations between fans. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Book it. Andrew F. And by the way, Andrew F., thank you for apologizing about the whole fake name thing. I appreciate that. It really yeah, there was, that was There's that was, a few people that came out and apologized for that, too. So kudos to all of them for uh, taking responsibility. Yes. Uh, awesome episode. Brandon did an awesome job. He posted it a little early for me, so I got to listen to it on my plane ride to Florida. Awesome. Glad you're enjoying Florida. Wanted to know if you are going to the Shield signing in September. At the Daniel Bryan one last year, some guy named Chris, which was me, handed me a flyer f- with this podcast called Marking Out, dot, dot, dot. Guess it worked. At DrewFem97. Hey, man. It's, uh, what is it, DIY? Do it your, no, DIY uh, style, man. You got to go out and flyer the heck out of things. Yeah, I was actually doing that the other day in Troy. I was walking around store to store putting, uh, putting it up in windows. There we go. You're like, that damn David's putting that stuff up again. <laughs> I got to. Uh, I want to go to the Shield signing, but I have to uh, see uh, how things in my life are going at the present time on a Sunday I'll, morning. At I'll be honest, I feel weird going to autograph signings now. I, you know what, I felt weird going to the Daniel Bryan signing, but the fact that he signed my thing as Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's worth it. Like I have that ticket from. Were you there when we went to that Ring of Honor show in the snowstorm? Aries yeah. versus Seth Rollins in that minute hour long uh, draw. That sucked. Yeah, which was awesome. But I would want to get him to sign that. And I, yeah, I love how at the time we were so pissed off, but then when you thought about it, it's like, all right, that was a good idea. I was just pissed off because I took Rachel with me, and she was so freaked out about the snowstorm that. Oh, uh, that not to like sound bad, but that. Put such a bummer on it. It does. It does. You know what? And it was, you know, looking back at it, maybe we shouldn't have gone to the city that night. But, you know, it, it, everything works out in the end. Live I and learn. Live I and learn. I wasn't allowed to go. And, and luckily I didn't because they canceled all my training <sighs> yeah. that night. You know, and then there's some people that still don't know how to put their real name in. This guy, Richard Young, Young Richard. Is yeah. he like dyslexic or something? Like, dyslexic? Like, seriously. Um, I don't know. I think it's, this guy's clearly a jobber. <laughs> uh, four part question broskies uh, we'll go question by question do you th- this is the kind of person that would hang out with Phil Quigg <laughs> don't, don't don't disgrace Phil Quigg <laughs> <laughs> who do you who do you guys think has the best entrance music right now Dolph Ziggler okay Dave uh, Kevin Steen ooh I don't know I don't know about this one guys Jushin Liger. No, I don't really like Jushin Liger. No, that is a good theme song. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, the uh, the Spectral Envoy. That's my oh. favorite. Who were they? They were in Shakara. Shakara. Yeah. Ultramantis Black, Frightmare, Howl Wicked. Come on. Um, who has the best entrance? Best entrance from the past? Undertaker. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. The Brood. Yes. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. All right. Three. You, know, you know, on the Broods, if you play it backwards, it says, I like hairy balls. Dude, you showed me that once. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Uh, if you could change anyone's music right now, who and what song would you change it to? Whew. Tough questions uh, from a jobber, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, what's his name? Well, what the heck is his name? In, in uh, FCW, in NXT, my mistake. The one that, that used to live in Tijuana, Mexico. No. I can't even. El Generico. Sammy Zayn. Yeah, Sammy Zayn. I would change his theme song to Olay. Actually, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that would be a very smart change. Yeah, but. I I would agree on that, but they wouldn't want to do it because then they'll have to shell out more money for uh I, I for wouldn't rights. be surprised if they did. I mean, they did for CM Punk. They've done it before. But that's CM I, Punk. Yeah, but Generico has just Wait. as much hype behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. into it. No, when they changed his music cult personality, they had a lot more hype behind wow. CM Punk than they will do when they bring up El Generico. I'm oh, yeah, sorry. They- but I can, I can agree with that one, too. Um, what would your uh, – entrance music be if you were a professional wrestler if you had the choice that is more human than human white zombie that was your bcw music yep yep brandon uh it would either be something that i did or something that ring rope rebellion did uh <laughs> snot by snot because that was my mind yes. in the uh the independent backyard wrestling promotions <laughs> brother Actually, I had a couple of them, but that was my favorite. Um, Melissa Gutterman, I have to say, I was laughing, picturing Chris and Dave's face every time Brandon said Justin Gabriel. If you saw my face, I died laughing. <laughs> when, he, when he went into that entire, the entire list of what matches would be better with Justin Gabriel, I, I was falling on the floor laughing. I, uh, I was trying to drive, and I was just like, really? I almost crashed my car a couple of times. Um, and then last one from Rick David. Intentionally. <laughs> yeah, intentionally. To, 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 to end my life from the suffering of listening to Brandon talk about Justin Gabriel more. Um, Brandon deserves a lot of props. Uh, that's how props are measured for being the one-man band, Bay Bay, of this episode and delivering such an entertaining show. What I enjoy most about marking out is the banter, but Brandon's charm and humor made up for that. By the way, Oliver Klozoff is a hilarious name. Yeah, and if you were in <laughs> 1989 and watched The Simpsons, you would have known that then. Oh, and Brandon does have a lot of charm and humor, so good, good job, Brandon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate everyone who commented. He, he's the Prince Charming of marking out. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. So let, <laughs> let's, let's stop putting Brandon over and let's, uh, we, let's get into a wrestling talk to start the week off because we have a lot to talk about sports entertainment-wise. Uh, let's start off with TNA because this was their free purview entitled Hardcore Justice where you know all three matches that they had were hardcore matches. Um, Bound for Glory series points were on the line in a ladder match when uh, Frankie Kazarian got 20 points, winning a uh, four-man ladder match, beating Jeff Hardy, Austin Aries, and I forget who the fourth AJ. AJ Styles, that's right. That was a great match, I have to say. It was a great match. Terrible ending. Hey, listen. I don't even think that martini hit jeff hardy in the face it just went up in the air and landed in jeff's hair that was the same with the uh the tables match that bobby Roode won with the help of the you know what out of hardcore justice the martini was the mvp of the entire show 
because he he uh, he helped in two decisive wins and really shook up the point systems. Nice, you said shook up in in regards to Martini. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, high five me. <laughs> Right? Come on. Yeah, I did high-five myself. Um, yeah, so Rude and Kaz uh, get 20 points. You have this little stable now between Christopher Daniels, Bobby Rude, uh, Kazarian, which I like. It kind of reminds me of Fortune with AJ Styles. So good for that. Um, I got to give TNA props, surprisingly, for actually acknowledging that Kurt Angle is in rehab, and that's why he wasn't there, but then plugging it into a storyline. Saying that, Terribly, we have to add. I would say at least. I don't know if you guys would agree that. Um, not they really. Were like, oh, forget about Kurt. We have to worry about our jobs. I'm fine with it because it's pro wrestling. You can incorporate. No, I fine. think anything is like I'm, is easily incorporated. I'm fine with them incorporating that into a storyline, but just do it better. Hey. Yeah, I, I just didn't like the fact that I think that they could have worked around Kurt Angle. I know, but you know what? They, especially they have to acknowledge him going into their Hall of Fame this year. A guy that's in rehab right now is going into their Hall of Fame. Just, but hey. But we do support Kurt Angle and hope the best for him. Yeah, absolutely, totally. But yeah, they had to find a uh, new member. They didn't find out who that was going to be this week. So that big five-on-five five match was pushed back until next week when we all know that it's the same television taping where they filmed both of them. But, you know, it was I like the fact that they like were going backstage trying to find other members. Um, I like the fact that Rampage Jackson finally has a suit, which Brandon texted me about last night and told me that my, my dreams were granted and Rampage has a suit. Yeah, Dave Lagana yeah. has this on his list. Yeah, has this on his Twitter list, so... He's like, these guys, oh, man. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, they found me out. Is <laughs> <laughs> it mean does Rampage Jackson look really awkward in a suit? Yeah, it, it looked weird. It's like John Cena in a suit looks weird. Uh, that looks that looks better. I, I don't know. I think Rampage suits fit him better than it did Yeah, John Cena. So, but, um, yeah, and they tried to get some, uh, some questions out of Tito Ortiz, who uh, maybe they were trying to recruit him as well. Um, this then did come into the main event of the evening, which is the steel cage match for the TNA World Heavyweight title, in which we have a new TNA Heavyweight Champion, which was pretty much predictable. Anybody could have predicted that. Billy Ray is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion yet again, defeating Chris uh, Chris Saban, and I, which I thought was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was I, good. It was a good match, but I thought that they could have went about the storyline a lot better. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole like that's honestly that's what TNA has. They have good matches but they have terrible storylines. Yeah. Like if I think that it would just be plain old stupid if you actually thought that Rampage and Tito were going to be on the same team considering that they're fighting each other in a, on a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then Tito, may- Tito Ortiz as as Dave's alluding to Tito Ortiz attacks uh Rampage Jackson with a ball pin hammer and helps Bully Ray get the uh the win over Chris Sabin. So is this mean Tito Ortiz is a member of Aces and Eights now? I don't know, but I think instead of saying save Olympic wrestling, it should be save impact wrestling. <laughs> I think that this is a, now he's a member of Aces and Eights. I mean, he used the hammer, which has kind of become their weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the yes. All right. And we'll see you next week. It's going to be a big five on five uh, match. The whoever gets pinned is fired and can never wrestle in TNA wrestling. I said that right, right? Yeah. yeah. TNA Wrestling again. Which either means a mask or what? Are they coming home to WWE? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I wish. I don't know about that. 
I liked how uh, Kevin Nash posted a bunch of things on Twitter saying that, you know, and we just alluded to it. He said uh, TNA has great talent, just no direction. Let Jeff Jarrett become a part of the process and watch the numbers. Uh, he also said putting UFC guys in TNA makes less sense than putting TNA guys in UFC. And Kevin Nash is a, Kevin Nash is a smart guy. I've, I've, new, I've had newfound respect for him. I, I, I don't always agree with everything that Kevin Nash says but <laughs> I, at all, but I do think that he's a very smart guy when it comes to the business and when it comes to money. Yeah. I, I just think it's funny that I think it was Rampage said, oh, nobody's ever done this before, Tito. Join with us. And it's like, yeah, because Ken Shamrock didn't go from UFC to or MMA to, WWE. to WWF. Yeah, so it's like, come on. I've been really hooked on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast recently. Yeah. So I've been going back and I listened to like the whole three-parter with Kevin Nash. And he's, uh, he's got some good ideas. You know, He's a smart dude. And I've realized that Stone Cold Steve Austin says correct like we say regardless. That's too. Correct. On this really? Show. Yeah. But does he count? No. No, he doesn't count like us. But he just says correct. a lot. He's that's like, correct. That's one. Yeah. Correct. You should, that's you should, two. He should start doing that. How was how the Razor Ramon and Kevin Nash podcast? Well, they were two separate ones. Yeah, but how were they? They were good. Kevin Nash sounds awesome, actually. I mean, Scott Hall sounds awesome. He sounds like he's in a good place. Sounds like he's healthy. And he he came out and he said, like, whenever he gets booked, he makes sure that Cody gets booked as well. So, A, that's really smart to get him over in different areas and kind of work that, you know, like territory style. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. the thing I think is great is that before this, he didn't really have a connection with his son, and now because of DDP, he does. Oh, yeah, and I listened to the DDP two-parter. I love him even more than I loved him originally. Because, because oh, he was interviewed on the Austin? Yeah, he did a two-parter also, too. All right, I got to download that one. Yeah, no, they're all good. Definitely uh, definitely go check that out because I was, I was skeptical on it at first, and then I saw DDP was on it, and I think everybody who listens to the show knows that I have a little bit of a chub for uh, DDP since I'm a member of the DDP Yoga Nation. So, yeah, go check that out. Uh, speak, that's all we really have to talk about about Impact. Let's, uh, we still got Scott Hall. Uh, he was supposed to be the guest commissioner for PWS's debut in Everett, Massachusetts. Unfortunately, that is going to be canceled uh, due to circumstances beyond PWS's control. Uh, Scott Hall, however, will be in Rahway, New Jersey in November to be the special guest commissioner then. For uh, more information, they just added a call, so another uh, rookie show and a bombshell ladies of wrestling show. Go to prowrestlingsyndicate.com for all the uh, details. And a free show, by the way. Oh, yeah, a free show outside as well. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be good. 20, September, September right? 21st. Okay, so yeah. nice nice fall weather. You know? we'll, we'll be going through there. So Yeah, you guys will. I won't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dave will be on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, let's continue on with some more independent wrestling talk. Uh, we have a new Combat Zone Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, Drew Gulak, who has been campaign- campaigning for a better CZW, posting a lot of videos, blogs, coming out during matches, uh, faced off against the CZW Heavyweight Champion Masada at Tangled Web and defeated him. This ends, which I believe is his 17-month reign as CZW Heavyweight Champion. Uh, but we all know that he needs it. he's injured, he needs knee surgery. So this is a good way to write him off. I like it. I'm a so, fan of it. I mean, it's about time. I mean, Masada has been the face of CZW for a long time, so it's time to switch it up. Yeah. I saw a lot of people on Twitter congratulating this new, this new champion. I don't know who he is. True Gulak. 
because I don't watch CZW, but is it was it like a surprise that he won? Or I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't it was, think so. I think I think Gulag has been up there for CZW. Yeah, and he's been all over the place too. Because I remember when uh, we went to National Pro Wrestling Day, he didn't wrestle for CZW. He wrestled for like I forget what it was. Wrestling is like heart, or no, wrestling is respect. Yeah, and he wrestled so more like, like a strong style. Yeah, it's all like the same. Yeah, but just, uh, Dave, just before you're, we're done with CZW. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to add real quickly. Uh, Full Impact Pro. Apparently, there's a new Full Impact Pro World Heavyweight t- uh, Champion, and That's that right. is Trent Beretta. No, it's Trent Question Mark. Get it right. Uh, they have it listed as Trent Beretta. I know everybody's. I mean, I, I think I think that's a thing that annoys me. I don't even yeah. know if he's going as Trent. Uh, did you see? No, his, it's did, Trent. It's did Trent. you see is his it? shirt? No. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see his shirt, Dave? Oh wait, no, you sent it to me. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. That's maybe the best wrestling shirt I have ever seen in my life. I'm yeah, not going to buy it. it, but I want everybody to go to prowrestlingtees.com and purchase bye, it. Bye, bye, yeah, you bye. Yeah, you want to support yeah, Trent, a? Uh, Trent I mean, defeated John Davis. Uh, just added out there. What were you saying, You want to sport a shirt with Abraham Lincoln? I would. It's just my t-shirt <laughs> closet is getting pretty, pretty packed right now because I'm like going on like sprees and getting more t-shirts that I don't need and I don't wear. Like I'm wearing this X-Men shirt that I don't think I've worn since my honeymoon last year. There you I go. Just, I kind of popped. I wish I had an X-Men shirt. Yeah. It, well, I got it from Target. It's like, it's really, it's a really nice, like comfortable, like material too. So anyway, I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about t-shirts, but anyway, yeah. Pro wrestling tees.com. Uh, we talked about strong style. I know Dave's got some stuff to talk about strong style wise. <laughs> yeah. The new Japan pro wrestling just finished up with their G1 climax tournament. And the champion of the – well, the winner of the tournament is Tetsuya Naito. And I apologize if we – if Dave pronounced that wrong. I know. Seriously. I, I've been trying. I was, I've been practicing. But he defeated Hiroshi Tash, uh, Tanahashi. So in a really good match, this entire tournament has been pretty epic. You had Davey Boy Smith Jr., Vance Archer, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, so I had – Zuki, Nakamura, there's so many other wrestlers in this. Shelton Benjamin, good shit. I, I had a dream last night that we went to Japan <laughs> just just for Japanese wrestling and, and Ribera Steakhouse. Ribera. Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually been trying to get Brandon on the bandwagon for uh, New Japan. It's working a little bit, I think. I know there's a, um, there's a Daily Motion person that posted like the entire tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll put. It's that so up. tough to go through all of them though, because each event is like four hours. Yeah, yeah. I know, and it's like what eight, nine days. Uh, yeah, nine days. I Jeez, think. Jeez, man. But like, there's so many. Yeah, and I you know, I'll- and you know, every one of those halls is packed. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's like just it. just once I want to see a show in Japan, and just once I want to see a show in Mexico. Yeah, that's on my bucket list to go to Japan and Mexico to see a wrestling event. I would like to not go get to, stabbed in Mexico. I would like to go to Japan as well, Rachel. Can we you go wouldn't to Japan? get stabbed in Mexico. You get stabbed in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, that's true. My wife just told me we can't go to Japan. She should have said arigato. <laughs> she should have said arigato. You said she should have said arigato. Does that mean sorry, or does that mean hello? I don't know. What? Yo, hell yeah! Go to Disney in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. Hell yeah! All right, cool. That's what we're doing. Only if they put on a wrestling <laughs> there. It's a small world. It's actually called. It's a really large world. There. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that was good. All right, let's continue on with the independent wrestling talk. ROH is invading the Manhattan Center this Saturday. Manhattan Mayhem Five. 
Uh, we t- Brandon spoke about uh, B.J. Whitmer getting injured last year. Apparently, uh, last week. Uh, apparently, it's saying that he has this, he's going to have the same injury that Edge had to retire his career. That sucks. Yeah. So I mean, he's got to go overgo some more testing. He was told to get a second opinion. I, I didn't hear all that. I heard that he was feeling better though. Yeah. So what we'll, are you guys? What are your opinions on that on the pile driver? I, I think I spoke about it on the show already. Well, no, you didn't because it only yeah. happened last week. Uh, well, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. I think all moves in professional wrestling went wrong, wrong, uh, wrong or or even done is very risky and very dangerous. It doesn't matter whether you do the move on an apron or not. It, I mean, I've seen power drivers done on the concrete before. And you know what? The wrestler after, both of them are okay. It all depends on how, who, uh, the, how the move's performed. Yeah, and I mean – Shit happens all the time. You could get injured from an easy drop kick or something. Yeah, you can yeah. get you can get paralyzed from uh, from D'Lo Brown. Seriously, there's so many like that other com- moves that are more dangerous than a pile driver. Pile driver, I think at least the person getting the move is in control. Yeah, I thought for sure uh, last night Chris Saban was gonna have like a broken neck or something. From what getting thrown all over the uh, the ring? No, there was one point when Bully had him up at, at the turnbuckle and he went to do a hurricanrana. Oh like, yeah, that's dropped. total botched. I, I literally, I yelled. I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I really did. I didn't, I did not want to see that. I really didn't. You want yelled to see that. that like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I really did. And does TNA also, by the way, do they have no pads every week outside the ring? I think so. No, that, that that's why they were hardcore, dude. Ah. That's what made them hardcore. Right. But getting back to Manhattan Mayhem, uh, there will be the quarterfinals of the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Tournament. Uh, the number one contender, Michael Elkins, got a task on his hand because he's going to be facing off against Machine Gun Carl Anderson, you know, a guy who's very experienced in Japanese-style wrestling. And he was just in the Climax uh, tournament. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> G1 Climax tournament. Uh, Roderick Strong is going to be facing off against Kevin Steen. Uh, you're going to have Tommaso Ciampa facing off against Michael Bennett. Um, we didn't speak about it last week on the show, but the Forever Hooligans have lost their Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles to the American Wolves, and they'll be defending those tag team titles against the former champions in Red Dragon, that being Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I'm um, actually annoyed at that. Why? I think because I, I think that you could have ran with the for, Forever Hooligans for at least like two pay per views just to get matches out of them. Well, they don't have pay per views anymore; it's on demand. Yeah, uh, but even still, you could have had on demands featuring them as the tag team champions. I think Dude. it would have been fine. Do not like the Red Dragons? I, like I do. I, I, I really do, but I think Forever Hooligans, because you did have a cross-brand going on because they were the IWGP champions as well, I think you really had a lot of – you had a lot of opportunities and a lot of things you could have done. Yeah. And are, they there, are there attires blue, the no, Red right. Dragons? Oh, I don't, I don't know what they I are. I don't know, but I think no, – that, that was a joke because we're could, dragon. I, I think you could have done so much, and I think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot by taking the championship away from them. Because they could have done this American Wolf stuff whenever. I know, but they're doing something better with the the Forever Hooligans. They're putting them against the Young Bucks, and what's being billed is a dream match. So this is going to be a Super Kick Frenzy, which I'm excited yeah. about, actually. So I don't think they're, – they're not doing any more iPay-per-views. I think it's all going to be on demand. So uh, ROHWrestling.com uh, looks like it's going to be a solid thing. Mike Mondale will be making his return to Ring of Honor, facing off against Matt Taven in a proving ground match. Uh, if Mike Mondale wins, he will get a shot at the television title. So yeah, you know, much, he's I'm, well, I was going to say you know who I'm pulling for. Matt Taven? Absolutely not. Mike, <laughs> Mike Mondo. 
Oh, yeah. They're still doing that tournament for the championship? That, yeah, I just said the quarter. You like that's listen, a, yeah. you? No, I was listening to that. I wasn't sure if that was what it was. I was going to jump in and say, like, for the for the person we still believe should be the number one contender. I still so. – I, I kind of do want to see Carl Anderson go over Michael Elgin because then it, it – it's, I still don't understand the point of all of this for Michael Elgin. Yeah. I just – I still think like if he loses – if he win, loses at the end, OK. It makes sense. Then it could go into a storyline about Ring of Honor fucked me over. Ring of Honor did this. But then Kevin still, just did that too. So it's Yeah. It's still real shoddy that they're even making him do a number one contenders tournament. Real shoddy hey, he, wrestling, dude. Damn, it's the story. It's real shoddy. But, Who says right. that? This is shoddy. A, it's shoddy to the fans. That's it's a shoddy. phrase. It's shoddy. Real shoddy to the fans that the creative staff couldn't be more creative. And it's real it, shoddy. There's shoddies up in the club. No, there's so the only the only thing the only reason why this would be a good thing is if Michael Elgin does not win that final. Yeah. yeah well, I don't. Because yeah. then you have a lot more coming out of it than what you would have had. Yeah. Agreed. But ROHWrestling.com, go check all that out. We'll talk about it. the fallout to that next week on the show. Uh, last thing we want to talk about independent-wise, NYWC will be hosting Hotter Than Hell August 22nd at the NYWC Sportatorium. No matches have been announced yet, but definitely keep up to date on that by going to NYWCWrestling.com and also on Twitter at NYWCWrestling. Uh, we will give you full up-to-date stuff on that. Maybe we'll be there. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. But anyway, that's all we have to talk about independent wrestling-wise. Let's take a little bit of a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some crazy things happening in the world of sports entertainment here on Marking Out. How are you a winner? You're cheating in a fake sport. Fake? Ridiculous. If professional wrestling were fake, that would make every fan in the history of the sport a complete and utter moron. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, let's get into the sports entertainment talk. And the world of sports entertainment and also professional wrestling was rocked this week. But not by Dwayne Johnson or any sort of band. Uh, Darren Young apparently uh, reported to a TMZ reporter that he, was, he has come out of the closet. He is gay. Which uh, sent shockwaves throughout the professional wrestling community. A lot of people being super supportive of him. They should be. It's 2013. You know, we can all live in equality, right? Is is that the right words to use? I guess. I mean, I was going to say peace and harmony. Yeah, peace and harmony, that too. But good for him, man. I'm I'm happy for him. If he if he's happy, then everybody should be happy for him. I don't. I I never understood hate towards that, but. Yeah, because so there's, really. there's people in this world that just don't understand things. Yeah, you know what? It's 2013. There was a man on the moon. There is an African American in the White House. You know, some Please people just don't. Coulter. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I think it's great. I think it is staged, though. You think it's staged? Should I go, should I go into this now? Yes, please. Wait, are you talking about the moon landing or? <laughs> you know, yes. we all know that's that's staged. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, you um, see Buzz right. Aldrin at a. I think that with the all right, everybody knows about all this Bill Demott stuff back in June, where it was leaked that he was referring to some gay guy training as a fag and just really bad gay bashing. And me and actually Brandon thought about it. Maybe they were talking about Darren Young. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it, to me, it does kind of seem stage two, but but okay. So then, 
for the fact that he's in the airport, TMZ is there, and they, and they just, just, they just so, happened yeah. to ask him that question. Like, they just so happened to ask him a, a gay question. It just so happens, and look and at they knew they, who Darren Young was. Yeah, come on now, nobody knows him. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't call him John Cena. Uh, but at first, John Cena, you got a great tan. But also, you have, <laughs> you have SummerSlam right around the corner. This is great publicity. Great. This also covered because this looks look at all the exposure that WWE has been getting with Darren Young and right. SummerSlam. Every article, CNN, Yahoo, AOL, whatever, all of them have on their Good. cover yeah. on their front on their front page something about Darren Young being gay. And in all of those articles, it talks about SummerSlam too. Yeah, it's been all over E News. It's been on Good Morning America. It was on the, he was on the Today Show about it today. And it's all it's all great publicity. It is very smart, especially if you use him as the I don't want to, but uh, po- poster, poster yeah, poster boy for this. And the, the the second video that they got that TMZ got speaking to a WWE superstar was John Cena about yeah, the case. Just, just but so they would no, but they would. But, but they just randomly get John Cena, and they're like, "Oh, John, are there any?" This is what you know. The paparazzi stalks these people that news broke about that they're like we have to find somebody who's the poster boy of the wwe john cena go hunt him down and ask him what this is about but then this also saves the wwe with the uh lgbt community when it comes to everything following the bill demont how wwe didn't didn't support it they swept it all under the carpet and a lot of people were writing into yeah a lot of a lot of people it were, ties the room together. A lot of people were writing into Glad to the LGBTs, well, just informing them of everything going on in the WWE. And now this is going to completely keep them faced with every company that is supported by them. I think this is a great move. It's smart for publicity, and I could easily see this being staged. And if it is, I think it's genius. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's not the first time we would have seen something like this, not particularly because of uh, Superstar being gay or not, but look at Linda McMahon when she was running for her, her campaign. What she'll be running for again. Wrestling <laughs> wrestling went PG, so it's like... Yeah, I'm, I am, I'm definitely... I wouldn't be surprised if this was all staged, and it's very smart. But regardless, I believe that's two. Three. Three? Three? Really? Yeah. Because yeah. remember that first comment from the fan? Yeah, that was one, and then I don't. Wait, but Chris, why, Chris, why do you not think it's staged? I don't think it's staged. Why? WWE, this is something that they tout all the time, is a publicly traded company. If they come out, they do this whole thing, and then it comes out that they're that it's staged, their shareholders are going to be livid. But it will never come out like that. Yeah, never know. I don't think it's going to be a huge thing if it was staged. I mean, the guy's still gay, and it's it's not like they're not supporting him. They're still going to support him. I mean, right. it, it, no matter which way you look at it, it's still a positive. Uh, it's a positive it's, direction you know for the WWE. It's positive for sports. Right. You know, it, look, because it really remember, is, look, especially. Wait, go, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Dave. Look go, at go, that, go. The, the gentleman that came out that used to play in the NBA who was gay. Was that that was definitely a positive? You know how much publicity the NBA got as well. That's that's the thing. I think that this is a like a big way to get publicity, but it's also very encouraging to a lot of the professional wrestlers. Because, I mean, honestly, I think that there's a real good amount of pro wrestlers that are gay and are in the closet or are not out of, or are out of the closet, but not in the public light, and that is very just draining on them. 
And for the fact that Darren Young came out to do this, he's very courageous and, like, honestly, like, props to him. But I think that this is going to open up the door for a lot of other wrestlers to kind of see that it's okay. I mean, in the past, this wasn't, um, like, not to say it wasn't okay, but in WWE, I don't think it was really okay. Look at Canyon. It's a testosterone-driven business. In in the past, I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have gotten over. No, I it think wouldn't that have. it would have. It would have gotten them either fired like Canyon, but or... Canyon didn't get fired for being gay. That's the thing. Yeah, can well Canyon came out with the the whole thing two years after he was fired, and they had the whole thing on the Howard Stern show where Ric Flair was like. Canyon, you didn't get fired because you're gay. You got fired because you suck in the ring. And it's like, what? Like, who even says that, first of all? But that apparently is why he got fired. We don't know. Yeah, I, I we don't know. know. We don't know why Orlando I, Jordan got fired. Yeah, another one. But yeah. but you had said that it's going to be good for other uh, gay professional wrestlers. I think it's also good for fans that are gay. Yeah, so maybe it'll, it'll help them too. So I think it's very good. It also gives the WWE a community of people and fans that they haven't reached yet. Now this is going to connect them to that fan base, and which they may have not connected with all too well in the past. Now <laughs> this is going to start building a bridge to that community. And with the B-Star campaign, I think that it's very good. Um, I was going to say they, they, did, they did connect to it once before. With Billy and Chuck, and then as soon as that came out, but that as, was a parody. No, 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 no. But they actually had like Glad supported them and everything. And as soon as that came out, that oh, they're not really gay. Glad was like, no, absolutely not. That's the worst thing you could have ever done. Blah blah blah. But yeah, but hey, I, I'm ha- I'm happy for Darren yeah. Young if he's happy. Oh, yeah, life, I don't think, I'm happy. I think that if anybody says other otherwise, you're pretty much a heartless bastard. I was yeah. going to say a dick. Yeah, go. I'm uh, sorry for cursing. Home, yeah, Home Depot has a great sale on rope. Anyway. I don't uh, say that. That's not funny. That chick just hanged herself. Yeah, be a star. Right? Um, okay, anyway, continuing on. Uh, let's get into some uh, some talk about the things that are happening on del- television programming. No, uh, no. Listen, if you're not accepting to people in the gay, lesbian, bi, whatever community – Grow up. Okay. Sorry. That wasn't my rant. That's not my rant. Honestly, grow up and, hey, be confident with who you are. I I really think a lot of hate is just because you're not self-confident. Yeah, so stop hating, start participating. Yeah, I think all three of us all have gay friends, and it's not like, you know, we're putting it against them. Are no. we? No, uh, I have my at the restaurant, uh, two of my managers are gay, and I like them as I would like any of my other friends. No, yeah. it's completely fine. I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, okay. Let's get on to SmackDown. Goods, bads, middles. One bad main event of SmackDown. Christian defeating Alberto Del Rio. Why are we seeing a SummerSlam match a week and a half before SummerSlam? It's WWE. I know, but, but like, <laughs> now, not, I, I feel like that's not the proper way to hype up a match. No. Just to have the match. I don't think that's proper. Maybe toss them in a tag team match or... I, I think that's stupid to have. There's not enough tag team matches anymore. Teddy Long, where are you? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, Damian Sandow ran out to tease a, a cash-in, and then it was followed by Cody Rhodes running in and taking out Damian Sandow. I wanted so bad for that cash-in to happen. Yeah. So, right. so, did, so did I, but maybe we'll see it at SummerSlam. And uh, you, you learn never cash-in on a television show that's been 
pre-taped. Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, speaking of Damien Sandow, let's flip over to our goods. Damien Sandow, his uh, briefcase was destroyed a couple of weeks back in the Gulf of Mexico, and this week he unveiled his new Sandowized briefcase. I love it. I think it's of, great. Of the Money in the Bank briefcases, this probably is my favorite one. Because it looks like a giant chocolate bar? Not, not, not that reason, but uh, I would love to go to Hershey Park if anybody wants to go. And, Did uh, you just go last year? Yeah, but you can. Right, you you drive Hershey Park. That's f you. Yeah. <laughs> you drive. I'll drive. Give me your car and I'll drive it, dude. Deal. I'll, you got my car. Deal. I trust you. Drew Carey or whatever. Actually, the, 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 is, yeah, the price yeah, is yeah, right, know, is on right behind me. Just, yeah, Drew Carey is price right. Whatever, but uh, yeah. So that has to be one of my favorite briefcases. Rob I, Van I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Rob Van Dam was spray painted, and and Edge was. Edges was, I think, black with yeah. edges. Ken Kennedy had Ken Kennedy's logo on it. And Punk had his logo on it. Yeah, right, with the Chicago stripes. Yeah. Stars and stripes. So what else, so what else is happening? No, what else is happening? Uh, more goods we had. Randy Orton defeating Rob Van Dam. This is, like, amazing that Randy Orton's been in our, our goods for uh, the longest time, man. Seriously, he is like A-Rod. You <laughs> hate him completely. You want him gone. But he keeps on doing something good on the field. I it's, still want a Rod gone. I want him banned for life. I think a Rod for life, for life, for life. Get him banned for life. He can't take any of the money. We can take and all that money back. back. Pete Rose. What? Bring back Pete Rose. And then take all that. <laughs> take all that money that we're gonna, the Yankees are going to get back from a Rod and just retool their entire outfield. We'll be dominant for another ten years. But now you have a lot of. Uh, we're not talking baseball. It's pro wrestling podcast. Yeah, pro wrestling. But Randy Orton. Yeah, you hate him. He's doing good in the ring right now. The briefcase has really brought new life into his career. It has. Uh, fun. I still, I still don't like him though. I just think it's. I, I don't think the briefcase should be on him. I don't not like him. I mean, I don't. I I'm I'm mad with him. He needs to cash in and lose. That's what happens. That's what has no, to happen. No, no. I'll I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you my. Uh, my opinion on it when we get, have, to, get to predictions, but have a cash and also snap. And also, you have to you you're allowed to mention Pete Rose on this podcast. <laughs> How about it? How about it? Uh, Fandango defeated Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston defeated Fandango the week before, so it looks like their series is tied now at one apiece. Do we see maybe a third match happening anytime soon? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I think so. Yeah. Is that uh, wait? What is that? What it's called? The rubber match or no? Yes. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> You're learning. I shouldn't be learning, but I'm learning. <laughs> Rocky Johnson is teaching. No, I'm just kidding. No, seriously, I'm just kidding. Daniel I, Bryan yeah. defeated Wade Barrett, uh, coming off of that nice promo that they had last week uh, via the S-Lock. Wade Barrett uh, sporting a nice clean shaven face now because he doesn't want to have half of his sha- uh, face all shaven off. I like this match. I like the fact that Wade Barrett uh, decided to try to get the, uh, the buzzers involved in this match because now he's a barber. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having half of a shaved face. No, but like you could dare to be different. <laughs> be a star. Uh, anyway, continuing on, Kane defeated not one, not two, but all three members of Three Man Band. Bay 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 Bay. And afterwards, Bray Wyatt cuts a promo. Something we didn't even talk about last week on the show was that Bray Wyatt versus Kane will be a Ring of Fire match, where the entire Around the ring will be surrounded in fire, not to harm anybody, but to keep the other two members of the Wyatt family out. So will this be a match where the ring of fire, the ring is on fire, but you're 
going to win by pin instead yeah. of yes. being I, set I on fire? Gonna be, I think it's going to be pin fall. Pin fall submission. submission. Yeah. Especially if someone brought up uh, how with everything PG, you're not going to have someone lit on fire. So especially with the PG aspect and everything like that. So I, th- I think it is smart to have. It's a good gimmick match. Pinfall submission. And when, was the last time you, when was the last time you saw an Inferno match? 2006. Kane wow. Versus, Kane versus MVP. That's yeah, right. What's to stop someone uh, from being underneath the ring already and coming through it during the match? This is true. This is. Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty hot. I'm assuming over there. Yeah, and there's probably like propane underneath the ring. So, yeah, and there're probably like technicians underneath there. So maybe one of the technicians is a member of the Wyatt family. But Bray Wyatt cut that promo and said to Kane that you basically you can't beat him because he's already dead. Wasn't that on Monday? No, that was on on Friday night. Okay. So does that mean that Bray Wyatt is a new character for WWE that's in fact dead? I no, don't think I think, so. that- I think she's just being like philosophical yeah i agree with chris i think that's just him manipulating the words and being a master of the promo but you can't beat him if he's dead david speaking about great promos brock lesnar we've seen him just be a monster of destruction had a very intense and also i thought this was maybe the best promo that i've ever seen brock lesnar cut maybe it was just the way that it was done having brock lesnar talk and then cut in with like clips and stuff like that. I thought it was so well done. Yes, it looked... Yes, you could totally tell that he was reading off of a cue card, but it was just... He brought that really, like, intensity that he brings in the ring. Yeah, well, last year, I'm sure... Nothing compares to last... uh, Well, no. I want to reverse that sentence, but I don't know how to, because last year's was terrible when he said, I'll see you at SummerSlam! That's right. I was going to put that in on the beginning of this week's show, but maybe I'll throw it at the end if I can find it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like this a lot, and especially because we've seen so much brutality from this program between CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. To get more of the mental side of it from Brock Lesnar really added and really just gets me jacked up for this match. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the buildup's been terrible for it. Why? It's just it doesn't catch me. I mean it's going to be a match that I think should be good. It's just the buildup hasn't – it's been weak. Brock Lesnar's his beast. Why isn't he like destroying CM Punk even more? He has been destroying him. He is I, destroying him. No, even more. I don't see it. I don't see it. And I know a lot of people on Twitter agree with me when I say it. So I don't know. I'm, ex- I'm pumped for this match. Um, and then one middle, you have Ms. TV with AJ, Biggie Langston, Dolph Ziggler, Caitlin, kind of setting up this mixed tag match. Going in for SummerSlam, I just feel bad for Dolph Ziggler. Man, that concussion just ruined him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with it. I I like the direction that he's going with Biggie. Also, I noticed Biggie Langston kind of changed the way he does the dumb finisher he does. The Brandon get off my get the f off my TV. Yeah, he kind of drops it so there's more impact on the person now. Because he was listening to you. Except his arm is still stuck under there. So if your arm is underneath the person, your arm is still getting hurt. Well, maybe he should throw him up and slam him down the side then. He should just do a – yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, something like that. Uh, all righty. Let's get on to Monday Night Raw, Brandon. Monday Night Nitro. Uh, we have no bads. Uh, we have the one middle. You start off Monday Night Raw with a uh, nice match between Wade Barrett and Daniel Bryan. Brad Maddox is your special guest referee and gets the fast count, causing Wade Barrett to have be the winner. We know- I don't I don't know why they're doing Brad Maddox the referee again. 
because he's the general manager of Raw and he's a puppet. For and why did, he, why did he have to beg Vince McMahon? Like, you're the general manager. You do what you want. Puppet. Puppet. Uh, but anyway, this then led to another segment in the ring where Triple H come out, had to put himself over, and uh, decide that he needs to be the guest referee for Daniel Bryan versus John Cena at Jeez. SummerSlam. Yeah, why do we... Why all, do all this referee stuff. Hashtag blame Corey Price. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> nah, Triple H was like... I am uh, the gamer, and you know, uh, Vince McMahon, uh, there's a private school uh, that's not so uh, cheap. uh." And Vince is like, well, son-in-law, we'll put you on SummerSlam. I don't like this at all. I don't know who does. Except for that one chick who yelled at me one time for... For trip Because she loved Triple H I was like nah, Triple H is boring I think that Triple H should just stay off TV He's been yep. doing so many good things Backstage And with talent And everything like that Let John Cena and Daniel Bryan Have the match that you know Is going to be excellent Because we yeah. know the, the quality of work That Daniel Bryan does And John Cena Can put some serious work in as well, yeah. and I don't want to see like a spotchy finish or something screwy or something like that. Just give I think that's what, exactly I, what yeah, we're going to see. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I, I mean, know. honestly, I would really – why wouldn't I not be honest? But I really want to see Daniel Bryan tap him out. So do I, and I think everybody wants to see that too. Uh, let's get into – well, let's get – this kind of segues into it, uh, the goods. You had uh, Miz TV with John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Miz didn't have to say anything, which is great sometimes, but I like the Miz. Um, and Daniel Bryan and Cena just getting in each other's fa- face. Both of these guys mentioning that they're wrestlers. John Cena actually making mention that he's a wrestler. The poster boy for sports entertainment mentioning that he has wrestled all over the world. Uh, John Cena saying that he doesn't respect Daniel Bryan. And then John Cena smacking uh, Daniel Bryan in the face, uh, alluding to traditions in Japan that would get people, uh, opponents hyped up about their matches. I thought this was awesome. This sold me on this match. But I mean, I was I was sold before that, but I, I know, uh, absolutely. So was I'm I. excited for it. I, I could definitely see Daniel Bryan having the submission and getting screwed, or but I could also see Daniel Bryan them trying to screw Daniel Bryan. But then him having the submission on and some other referee coming out and making the the count. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Triple H gets knocked down, Brad Maddox comes out, John Cena wins. No, it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Okay, what, and John Cena is going to be pissed, and then it's going to yeah. lead to that's going to lead to Daniel Bryan versus John Cena again. Yep, and hopefully Daniel Bryan wins. Yeah, so. Yeah, it, uh, well, well, we'll talk about that when we get to prediction time. We have some more goods here, though. We'll start back at the top of the show. Randy Orton defeats Damian Sandow because Cody Rhodes gives the distraction. Helps out the Damian Sandow feud. Helps keep Randy Orton super hot, you know, with his money in the bank <laughs> briefcase. I saw – I was watching something with uh, Sam Roberts. He was interviewing all, like, the wrestlers. And, like, Randy Orton just seemed drunk. He probably was. He was probably like, oh, Randy, what's going on? He's like, yeah, man, a lot of shit's going on. A lot of shit. I was like, all right, Randy, how many? Because yeah, Randy just, he's childish sound- looking, sounding. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. Solid performance between the two of those guys. Uh, Kane defeated Titus O'Neil. Big deal afterwards. The Wyatt, looked, Wyatt family looked like they were going to attack Kane, but uh, Kane was able to uh, get out of the ring before they uh, got in there. So. And then Kane blew up the ring, right? Yeah, Kane blew up the ring. I like the fact that, like, once the pyro hit, like, Bray Wyatt just, like, gets to the ground and, like, is just standing on his, kneeling on his hands, laughing yeah. hysterically. 
I would I would love nothing more for than for Kane to go back to slow chemical. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Definitely. That's not gonna happen. I would love it, but it's my favorite theme song. That I might have to change my, my question, my answer earlier. Yeah. Slow chemical. You had a uh, Total Divas backstage promo, which sets up a singles match between Brie Bella and Natalia. Good to see Natalia on the uh, the main card of SummerSlam after uh, that episode of Total Divas a couple weeks back. <laughs> well, Natty, you might want to come to us in a hallway where nobody else is around in the hotel. You're you're not booked. Yeah, right. It's like, come on, the day of or the night before. Come on. Uh, I don't know if you sold a card. But, yeah, uh, like, I don't know. Uh, Come we, on. Do we talk about Total Divas for this week? We, we nah. Nah. Cool. Because David's pissed off that Natty and, and Tyson Kidd haven't been on. I, so am I. It's going to happen. They get, a, they get a, a, a wedding out of it. And hopefully I think we see Out of the friends. season. It's two, it's two rings for me. Yeah, it really is. That's the thing. Like, I was telling people, like, if you're not a wrestling fan, you'll enjoy it more because you don't know – What's super fake? Yeah, I agree. Back on, back like on this. Bella. Yeah, and those those yabos. Is that what you call them? Yabos. I, I call them breasts. Hocus pocus. You didn't get the reference. No. Oh, come on. It's anyway. funny though because I mentioned something about hocus pocus to David earlier, and he was singing along. He knew it. Uh, yeah. Alberto Del Rio defeated Kofi Kingston. You know, after coming off a loss against the number one contender the week before. Um, I'm still – I want to see Evan Bourne return already with Kofi Kingston. Maybe Kofi that's why he got the long tights. I, 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 but the thing is I want to see him return and them go at it. I want to see either Kofi go heel or Bourne return and go heel and turn his back on Kofi. I think the two of them are going to put on a really good uh, feud. I, you know what? I can see Kofi going heel. I can't see Evan Bourne going heel because I feel like he's too smiley. I think Evan Bourne can pull off a heel. Yeah, yeah, just over the top cockiness. I mean, he's done it before. Really, I've never seen it. Uh, Wrestling Society X. I think he was a heel. Ah, uh, okay, that's right. Wrestling Society X. Uh, the Usos defeated the Real Americans, in which was an awesome, awesome tag team match. Uh, Usos bringing it. Yeah, I like their stereo splashes that they did. That was, the outside. That was awesome. That, that was, was absolutely awesome. That was really cool. I I love that I see like shades of the head shrinkers in them. Oh, uh, it's I funny. Love- I was gonna say shades of a young Rikishi. Yeah, like I, I just love it. Well, every week JBL's like, "Oh, channeling his his father, Big Fat Two Rikishi." I'm gonna go in the back and rape a bunch of uh, people of JBL hazing. I don't know. It's kind of going on a little rant about JBL there. Hashtag hazing. Yeah, hashtag yeah. hazing. Anyway, um, RVD wins the battle royal to be the number one contender for the United States title in a match that had a bunch of guys who already wrestled in there. Yeah. That's, oh, but this that's is the match also that Kofi Kingston was. Uh, Shine big he, in this. Yeah, I like that. Sunset flip and kept on holding so his feet didn't uh, touch the ground. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Kofi Kingston is always like the number one spot that we remember from a Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal. Like, yeah, you can, or, even, or even ladder matches. He's amazing. Yeah, you could ask me who else is, was in the match, and I could probably name five people, but after that, I'm like, yeah, but Kofi Kingston had that spot. Yeah. But RVD get, did get the win regardless. That's four, I think. Yeah. I think, it, isn't it five? Wasn't I four last time? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, RVD gets the win. The Shield looks like they're going to uh, come out and attack RVD, but they're uh, then welcomed by Mark Henry and the returning Big Show. Yeah, does this mean we're going to get Big Show and Mark Henry versus the Usos for the – I'm not the Usos versus the Shield, Shield, the tag team championships? 
Maybe, but I've been, I, re- I read something this morning that apparently Triple H wants like the Wyatts to take the reins from the Shield, and the Shield's gonna like take a back seat, which I think is so dumb. They can take a back seat. Yeah. Like, Why just, can't they? Be, no, because they they want the they want the the Wyatts are another one of Triple H's pet projects. So he wants to get them over since Sin Cara and Karma never got over as talented as Karma is. And Why aren't the Usos his pet projects? Because he didn't sign them, I guess. I don't know. It's such like this is so stupid. I hate pet projects and stuff. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. Where's that from? I don't know. Damn we've, it. We've said it before. Uh, and then to close. White men can't jump. I don't know. Uh, to close off Monday Night Raw, the last good that we have. Well, we have one pad. Uh, it was supposed to be CM Punk versus Paul Heyman. That didn't happen. Brock Lesnar comes to the ring to try to attack CM Punk. And then CM Punk comes from behind and attacks Brock Lesnar with one of the video cameras. And then attacks Curtis Axel, puts him to sleep, and that's how you close off Monday Night Raw. With some- it's funny. I, I tweeted out during Monday Night Raw that if that was TNA, they would have fired four more – Four more wrestlers just to pay for that camera. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was funny. Um, yeah, I like it. Put CM Punk on top, which makes me kind of believe that Brock Lesnar might be winning on Sunday. Or may see a screw job from Paul Heyman there. You never know. You never know. Uh, and then we have one bad. Great Kali and Natalia defeat Biggie Langston and AJ. I know Dave wanted to rant about this a little bit. I don't get it. That's his long rant, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. But at the end of the match, you saw Natalia put on a sharpshooter and AJ tap, and she lets go of the sharpshooter. And then she puts back on the sharpshooter, and AJ taps again. Why is the. Okay. Here we go, Dave. Come on. Why why are we going back to the same finish if the first finish didn't go as planned? You don't redo the finish. Switch it up. Go to a pin. Go go to a different submission. Just go to the. Just go to the. Just go to the pin. Go You're to not the in pin. WWE. Like, you don't and, know what's being told to them. And why is the referee not – why is he just not calling for the bell? I think that in this case, you don't play it off. You actually just go for the bell. Call the bell and the match. Well, if you saw, she released the hold and then she tapped yeah, but out. Don't, yeah, but if, re- if, if you didn't – if you actually ended the match right there, nobody's going to say anything. They're going to be like, People oh. People are going to still say, what was that? No one's going to say that. Even the commentators didn't even know what they were doing. But yeah. I'm done. Okay. I don't know, if you look at it, I think the referee had all the rights. Nah, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't, he he tried to save face on Twitter. That's the second time I've said that today. I've been using that a lot. Uh, anyway, but yeah, what last thing before we get to before predictions? Uh, WWE 14 has been filling out their roster. We know about the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, this week, uh, it was announced that Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant will be a part of and, the- and Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan. So, yeah, apparently instead of doing like Road to WrestleMania, it's going to be 30 years of WrestleMania this year. Yes, just like the Attitude Era, it'll be broken down into five different segments, I believe. All right. So that'll be. I mean, it's it's fun and exciting. It'll give us a lot of legends. Yeah, I know, but you know what? I like, and we've spoken about this. I don't care about the legends. I love the fact that they're in every game. There's a current roster, and they said that their roster this year will be most complete, which means there's going to be. They they said it's going to be the biggest roster of all time. Last year there was like 104, 105, maybe. But are, are they doing a roster release party again? Tomorrow, what, yeah. What they're doing is Saturday. They're going to add SummerSlam access. They're going to be releasing the roster 
of the WrestleMania mode, <clears throat> the 30 years of WrestleMania mode, which means we'll see guys probably like Hulk Hogan again, Andre the Giant again. We'll probably see King Kong Bundy. We'll see Roddy Piper. Will we see Mr. T? I mean, that was a pretty big moment in WrestleMania history for the main event and then the next year at WrestleMania 2. We don't know. We'll probably see more than one Undertaker. I mean... Dave, why don't you send me a YouTube link? Oh, no, he didn't. Okay, that was from 11... Oh, it is 11.43. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, they're not going to any, like, the new superstars now? What? The, well, I'm assuming because it's the, the WrestleMania mode, we'll see guys like CM Punk and Triple mm-hmm. H and stuff like that. But yeah. what they're going to do, I think, is have another roster reveal later on at another time. And I date. know, but usually SummerSlam, they reveal, like, the entire roster. Right, but this that's what I'm saying. This roster is so huge that they're going to release the Legends of WrestleMania roster and then further down the line maybe do another roster reveal closer towards the date okay. for the actual current superstars, which I'm hoping for, like Tyson Kidd, Kurt Hawkins, hopefully. Yeah. You never know. All right. And, and, that, and they, they said that that's not even including downloadable content yet. So, oh, jeez. I mean, they're really hyping this up big. Don't let me down. Bruce. Not to quote a Beatles song or anything. All right. Well, anyway, let's get into, speaking of SummerSlam access, let's get into SummerSlam prediction time. Uh, you're going to start off with the pre-show. The United States Championship will be on the line. I'm hoping this is going to be part of the pay-per-view. Of a pay-per-view. It has to be. It was so successful for Atlanta, at, at TLC. Yeah. Or Money in the Bank, I mean. Money yes. in the Bank. Uh, Dean Ambrose will be defending his title against Rob Van Dam. I'm going to say Dean Ambrose. I'm going to assume, is David here still? Dave? David? Yep, my bad. Dean Ambrose. Why, are you watching YouTube videos again? No, I had it on mute. Yeah. Dave's going I Ambrose. I doubt that. <laughs> I'm going with Dean Ambrose as well. All right. Natalia will be facing off against Brie Bella. Natalia's going to have the Funkodactyls in her corner, and Brie Bella will have Eva Marie and Nikki Bella in her corner. Uh, I'm going to say Natalia. I'm going Brie Bella. I'm going Bella. All right. Cody Rhodes will be facing off against Damian Sandow. I'm going to say Damian Sandow. Uh, I'm going to go with... That briefcase is going to get involved. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sandow as well. I'm going Sandow. All right. Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin. By the way, did you guys? what do you guys think of Caitlin's new shirt? Stupid. The, the, the logo. Well, there's two different versions. There's one with a unicorn. Yeah, uh, that one's the female shirt. And then the male shirt, the whole militia thing is like that's the same exact logo that John Cena used to wear, I think. Oh, my God. Anyway. And, and, and Mark Henry currently wears that on his attires. So maybe it's a – Wait, what does it say on there? It, well, it's the militia thing. It's like that logo that with the up the, the pointy marks. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. But when um, – I don't know. Maybe it's like a backstage crew and they put it onto a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Did you know that Seamus and Caitlyn were dating? No, really? Yeah, I found this out this week. When? I don't know. I got a text message from my vocalist, and he said Caitlyn wow. and Seamus are dating. If she likes redheads. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, you got a chance. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue on that. Caitlyn and Dolph Ziggler versus Big E and AJ. What do we think? Dave, you start. Um, I'm thinking. I'm going to go with AJ. AJ and Big E? Yeah. 
All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Dolph Ziggler and Caitlin. Yeah, I'm going to say Ziggler and Caitlin as well. Although I can't – I don't know. I I hate that. I can't see that happening. But I'm going to go and Ziggy. Uh, I, that's weird that I said Ziggy. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kane, I, I meant Ziggles. I meant Ziggles. Kane will be facing off against Bray Wyatt in a Ring of Fire match. Uh, is it safe to say that we're all picking uh, Bray Wyatt? I'm picking Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Okay, it's safe to say that we're all picking him. Because, as Brandon said last week, Kane's going to be going to film See No Evil. This will be a perfect way to get him off TV. But I don't know when they're filming it. They're filming it later this year? I don't I don't even know if they have a script yet. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think they're filming anytime soon. No, I think they're filming it later this year. Yeah, so I, th- I think that we're going to still have Kane for a little bit. All right. The World Heavyweight Championship will be on the ro- line. Alberto Doriol will be facing off against Christian. Dave, who do you uh, who do you think? I'm gonna go with Christian. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Del Rio. All right, Alberto Del Rio, and then we're gonna I'm gonna go with Christian too, and Damien Sandow's gonna cash in. What I would like to see happen is that match opens up the SummerSlam card, and Damien Sandow cashes in. I mean, even after if Christian wins or or Del Rio retains, it doesn't matter. Uh, Sandow cashes in, wins. Cody Rhodes versus Sandow for the World Heavyweight Championship. Cody Rhodes walk out of SummerSlam with the World Heavyweight Championship. That'd be interesting. That's an interesting, uh, feasible idea. But I don't think I, I can see Damian Sandow trying to cash in, and Cody Rhodes costing him. And that leads to the next match, Cody Rhodes versus Damian Sandow? Yeah, and Sandow doesn't have the the briefcase now. All right, we'll see. CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, the best versus the beast. CM Punk. Brock. Or, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar. That was a little weak on the Lesnar part, but whatever. Yeah, it was. It's okay, though. It's all right. And then finally, your WWE Championship, John Cena will be fine. Wait, who are you going? Yeah, Chris, you didn't say. Oh, I thought I said so. I'm sorry, CM Punk. Right. Yeah, because apparently David Meltzer is reporting that Brock Lesnar is not going to be back until the build-up for WrestleMania. So there you go. Write him off TV. He's depressed. Grows a beard. Yeah, maybe shoot some needles in his butt. A flesh-colored beard. Uh, John Cena will be facing off against Daniel Bryan, defending his WWE championship. Triple H will be the special guest referee. I have to go with my Mark, Mark Instinct on this one. I'm going with my main man, Debra. I'm agreeing, Debray. Dave, you are a disappointment. I'm going with John Cena. Listen, we're all going to be yesing at my house. Dave what doesn't happens. check text messages. Yeah, why? <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, but anyway, it, uh, we'll talk about the predictions next week. But until then, let's get to shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right, shameless plug time. All right. Uh, Zipenya. First, we're gonna give the shameless <laughs> plug. First shameless plug goes to at Jen underscore Steel Heel. Thank you. Then we're gonna do at Alan Garza and at Rob Kimball Brand. The three of them. I was trying to find that uh, NXT link, and because the source I usually use is was down, and they. Uh, Fortunately, sent me over a link to watch the U.S. Championship match. Who so, thank- was down? Huh? 
Hulu Plus was down? <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, sorry. Uh, forget, forget that Hulu stuff. And then also at Charlie Pence for going to follow Corey Price at Ref Corey Price. I think he was the 150th follower, but definitely go follow the both of them and all of them. Yeah, sorry for cursing. No e, there's no E in Corey, Dave. Yeah, sorry for cursing. It's okay. I forgive you. What are you doing? I guess we're going to Chris's match of the week. <laughs> Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Someone doesn't like to introduce me. Well, it's going to be a little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B for Chris's match of the week. Match of the week this week is from WWE main event. It's going to be Biggie Langston versus Justin Gabriel. It just reinforces my thoughts that one day Biggie Langston is going to be a main eventer and he will be bigger than John Cena and everybody in the WWE. No, I didn't find that funny. It was a good match, though. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was a good match, and that's where I noticed that Biggie Langston changed <clears throat> the move, kind of. But, I mean, as you alluded to, Justin Gabriel will be on top one day. Yeah, Biggie Langston will. Trust me. We'll see We'll see Biggie Langston. Big O Slap Chop at? No, absolutely not. What are you going to do? Yeah, had one of those in years? a while. In what 10 years? In 10, yeah, okay. it is SummerSlam. In, in 10, 10 years, years, you're going to... In 10 yeah. years, Biggie Langston will have more... WWE championships around his waist than Justin Gabriel. It starts from now. It doesn't. The, the no, 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 no. It doesn't start from now. The tag team because, championships don't matter. Yes, they do. No, they don't because it starts, yes, from, as I do. said, it starts from you're now. Just, you're just afraid because Justin Gabriel has more championship wins already. But he's got like 18 tag team titles and like the matter of two It doesn't matter. Months. It does not matter. And he's FCW champion, Fine. even though Biggie Langston was NXT champion. Singles titles. Does FCW count? No. What about that U.S. run he had back in the <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I want to get onto a rant as well. Um, I, we've kind of we showed this on the show this week. Um, you know, mispronouncing people's names. I think Dave uh, Dave talked about accidentally and apologizing for mispronouncing a name. Yeah, it's Tetsuya Naito. It's okay. It's all right. You know, at least you apologized about it, and at least you tried your hardest to actually pronounce it. So my band, Carver Niche, not Carver Niche, Niche, okay, played a show last Sunday, and there was a host of the show that was introducing all the bands. And what does he introduce my band as? As he's niche? standing and as he's standing on stage with us, carve your niche. Oh God! And then at the next band play, hey, give it up for all the bands that played Zombie, Static Silence, carve your niche. It's I'm sorry. It's your job as a host. To be able to pronounce people's names right. Did you correct him? No, I didn't correct oh, I, him because, I would have, because I would, if I was Anthony, I would have. That would have been the first thing I did when I got that mic was correct him. I know, but any, but he, we probably said we carved your niche several times anyway, and we had a, we had a banner that said carve your niche as well. But regardless, that's that's six. As a host of a show, you should be able to how to, how to properly say people's names, and if you're standing right next to them, ask them how you properly say it. Like, hey, is it niche or niche? And this guy, I guess because he's too cool, and he's got a, he's got a, he's got a brohawk, that he doesn't need to re- do that. So, thank you very much for mispronouncing our names. The next time I see you, I will not introduce myself again. Thank you. Brandon, who are you shouting out? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Make me famous. Uh, real fast before we even go on to my shout-outs, uh, I have a quick little story about mispronouncing names because you had brought it up. The Brandon? It, 
Yeah, no, in 11th grade, I was in social studies class, and every single day for probably maybe a good, maybe 75% of the year, my teacher would call me Brendan. I honestly, I didn't care. I don't really don't care what people call me, whatever. It's still close enough. Um, and then one time this, this other student raised his hand and he goes, uh, you do know that his name is Brandon and not Brendan, right? And the teacher was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Is it really Brandon? And I'm like, I mean, it says it on the sheet, but <laughs> I was like, I don't really care. I mean, whatever. That's but. Fine. Yeah, regardless, is that five? Seven. Perhaps? Seven. Is it seven? Really? Yeah. What? We're stopping cursing and we're saying wow. regardless a lot more. Which is now eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I told people I would give them a shout out on this week's show if they sent proof and tagged Mark and Al and Judah Freelander on Twitter that they signed Judah's petition. Uh, so B Montin B at B Montin B one two three and Justin DeRosa at awesome two five six. The Brandon Superfans. Yes, uh, I guess so. They sent in uh, proof, so thank you. And the deal still stands. If you go to dropthecheckspot.org and sign the petition, if you believe in the petition. It really sign does it. seem like a smart petition though. Yeah, so sign it, tag us. Judah Freelander's giving away favorites, I see. I don't know if he still will, but yeah. Don't uh, you want to tweet if you're favorited by a, this, one of the stars of Thirty Rock? Yeah. So uh, the second shout out goes to Eve Torres as she is hosting some self defense classes in New York City next week. Brandon's going. All the classes will be held at the New York sports clubs in Manhattan, and it's first come, first come, first serve. Don't be a creeper who looks like me. Have your camera. Now go, no, go zoom. Go if you're gonna like if you're legitimately interested. The classes are free. Go to evetorres.com for all the details. And uh, last but not least, I, I I had to look this one this last one up. But the last shout out goes to Paul Lloyd Jr. And uh, I just want to say thank you for being awesome. Who is Paul Lloyd Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just something someone had to look up. Why? No, I just thought oh, I had boy. to look it up. Yeah. Uh, I guess on to our mark out moment of the week. Or our... Mark out moment of the week. Mark out moment of the week. Uh, they take it again, ladies and gentlemen. PWG preview for PWG 10. I marked out for it. I know Dave marked out for it. Brandon, what did you mark out for? I had the smallest little like, oh, that's pretty cool. And uh, on Impact Wrestling, when Bully Ray was wrapping his hand in the bandana, it looked like the bandana that he would have worn in WWF. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I also <laughs> I also marked out when I played a show last week, and people came that I didn't even know that I didn't even know were related to anybody wearing Carver Niche T-shirts. Niche Carver Niche that's, T-shirts. That's cool. Wait. Chris, what's your band name? Carve your niche. Okay. Niche. There's no T niche. or CH. So there's no K N I S H? No. There's I no could sure go for one now, though. What I know, boy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, people showed up wearing Carve your niche shirts, but then I found out they're, I like popped huge for that, and then I found out they're my guitar player's friends. Cool. <laughs> we gotta get some shirts. Absolutely, they're 10 bucks. Come to the next show, August 26th. <laughs> Who are you, Luke Gallows? What? <laughs> you carny ass motherfucker. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> 
We're not making money off shows. We got to make money off of merchandise. You don't make money off of record sales anymore. Jeez. Come on. Anyway, that's our show for this week. Next week, we'll talk about the fallout from SummerSlam. We'll talk about whatever is going on in that abysmal promotion known as Impact Wrestling. Watch Cooking with Brandon, too. Yeah, watch Cooking with Brandon, too. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, thank you very much to Nick Matocho for making our logo. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme song. Until then, Facebook.com slash out. Promise we'll uh, get some more stuff up there. Twitter.com slash out. out one at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. Follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. So until then, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. What's that noise that the lantern thing?